You are listening to EP Culture Beat, the underground source of El Paso, Texas. On this episode, we have Chicago synth pop band Zig Tebra. How's it going, guys? Hey, hi, Miguel. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? I'm Emily Rose from Zig Tebra, and this is Joe from Zig Tebra of Chicago. What's the Chicago music scene like? Super cool. Variety from super deep underground to super above ground. And we definitely rose out of the the super dark, super weird. You want to talk about it, Joe? Yeah, I would say that at any given time, there are about 10,000 bands in Chicago. <laughs> Doesn't that get intimidating? Well, for me, it was very welcoming because there were a lot of people doing a lot of different things. And they were always open to new things so when i was just starting out as a musician there i felt like it was really easy to get shows it was really easy to get people to applaud for whatever you wanted to do noise no wave deep garage punk hardcore ska they're all friends yeah kinda yeah after a few tall boys everybody is a lot friendlier you know it sounds really open man yeah, we got something called the Chicago Handshake, which is a tall boy of PBR and a shot of Malort, which is like a local liqueur. Oh. And once you have a couple of those, you know, everybody gets pretty friendly. Wow. Yeah. Do you have anything to Don't do it. Emily? It's disgusting. <laughs> I mean, do a normal handshake in Chicago. PBRs are good. Well, I like PBR. Or I think a lot of people like PBR, yeah. but what was the, the liquor again? It's like, it's, I'm trying not to say like, it is artichoke liqueur and it's disgusting. I think it is a funny joke, yeah. but I don't think it's, it's definitely not a delicious item. I would stick to the whiskey and PBR, classic, we can't go wrong. But we come from Chicago. I appreciate Chicago for the underground that supported us and trying our weird beginnings. Mm. Tibra has been around for a few years. And only recently, the past couple years, have we become synth-pop musicians doing indie rock, synth-pop, lo-fi rock. Where else does weirdness lead to, right? Yeah. (laughs) Synth-pop. You know, though, we keep the weirdness in the synth-pop. When we say we're synth-pop, it doesn't sound like Justin Bieber. It's not polished. It's not hi-fi. It's still strange. We couldn't get away from it if we wanted to, and I think that's what sets us apart. People can kind of relate to the little bit of weird, the little bit of spooky. How's the tour so far? Tour so far has been great. We left during a blizzard. We left during a blizzard, wow. yeah. Our first day it was snowing like crazy as it tends to do in the Northland. And we just went straight south for like two days, three days. Like birds. Yeah. Down to Florida. Yeah, it's been great. We've got another two and a half months to go, so we're just getting warmed up. I'm from Florida. Where'd you guys go through? We went down to Florida and then up the East Coast to like New York. Mm. Cool. Yeah, all the major cities, Philadelphia, New York. We love Florida. So we were down there for as long as possible, like two weeks. We played Miami and Gainesville. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, after Florida, we headed west. Any Florida stories? Cool. I love Florida. I do. However, last tour, my laptop got stolen, and it was a big disaster. And I did my first ever GoFundMe, where I let people support me, and people helped me out, and it was a miracle. I'm so grateful to all y'all who helped me on that. It was amazing. It was the first. I hope it's the last thing I ever, ever need to ask for help about. But I still love Florida, so that says a lot. Florida is a magical jungle. There are alligators, lizards, big birds, palm trees, and the best swimming 
It's the warm ocean. Yeah. I love it in Florida. I have a blast there. When we go into the Everglades, I just want to feel like I'm getting lost. I love Miami. We love every, our friends in Pensacola, our friends in Orlando. Well, shit, man. I love the flora. Hashtag Florida. Hashtag Florida forever. Magical jungle. Yeah, and we played at this one place in... I'm, I'm not going to be too specific because I don't want to damn anybody, but there was like a little raised area in the venue yeah. that the bands could go chill in. So after we played, we were uh, looking for somewhere to hang out, and we go up into this loft. <laughs> and the person who opened up that night is like getting it in. Like there is some serious sexual action going on in this loft. That was probably my favorite moment in Florida when I was like, oh man, you guys are wild. Like, I'm on tour. Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> it was awesome. I mostly was just like, don't don't mind me, you know? <laughs> That's uh, cool. Yeah. yeah, it's all good. I mean, love, love is beautiful. Florida stories. Hashtag Florida stories. What about Texas? Texas is so big and you guys are so brave to drive through it. It's wonderful. It's super fun. I feel like I'm finally away from city life when I when we get to Texas. Just there's like a audible and life slows down and it's tumbleweed and it's dusty and rocky and different and I think I had a different impression of Texas before I started getting here and meeting people and I love I can't meet a terrible person it seems like in Texas. I just meet really nice people that yeah. I like. I thought I would it would be more conservative maybe and I'm a more liberal leaning person and I'm meeting a lot of just like cool chill artists and musicians or just like cool chill nice people. Cool. What about yeah. that one guy we saw? The guy with the truck? Oh, we saw a coal roller which I don't like. Oh, Do you what? know what that is? Oh, the ultimate Texas. Maybe not. That's what I used to think it was, what, yeah. well, but it's not that. Of, of a Texas person. Big truck, big wheels, letting out all the he exhaust. Had taken off he had taken off the muffler, so it was just like black smoke billowing out from all sides. When we get behind him, he throws out a full Whataburger meal from the window, like bag, styrofoam cup, just throws it out the window and just continues to like billow black smoke down the highway. And like, it was sad <laughs> that's some Texas toughness for I you I know right like I don't care I will burn this place down well, it does seem like the state loves their big trucks though so. yeah and I, I love trucks I have actually nothing against that I do love mother nature though yeah. and I think you should probably keep the muffler on come on <laughs> um, how was Marfa Magical Marfa. That's my hashtag for Marfa. It is cool. I feel a little strange being an outsider there, loving how magical and artsy and tiny Texas town it is. If anyone's listening who hasn't been there, like you know what it's like, Miguel. It's really cool. It's cool. It pops up out of nowhere. You're getting no cell phone service, and then suddenly you're there. You get cell phone service again. There's like two coffee shops, a couple bars. But it feels pretty open. Lots of galleries. There's public radio. There's a nice grocery store. But it still stays really tiny. And if you walk mm-hmm. one block south, suddenly you hit little falling apart buildings and Texas dust and desert eating away at the edge of the town. That's pretty cool, too. Yeah, I got nothing to say about Marfa except it's great. I love it. Their team is the Shorthorns. We went into like a thrift shop food pantry place. 
cool. And they had a whole section of like classic Marfa team shirts that you know people had donated over the years. Yeah. So I got to pick between like a softball jersey, children's basketball, but I found one that it was the Marfa Shorthorns that someone had custom painted. Like the outline on all the letters and stuff. So, oh, cool. And on yeah, on Marfa cool. purple. So I'm pretty psyched. I got a Marfa shorthorn shirt. It's a real artifact. Yeah, artifact totally, totally. What's the backstory on your guys's band? So, short story. Emily and I have known each other for a really long time. Our projects have spanned the spectrum, but mostly we met in a LGBTQ dance party in Chicago. Our dance troupe called Pure Magical Love where we really started working together and we really started doing a lot of sonic sonic experiments and trying to be avant-garde musicians in Chicago, which we did. I mean, we played crazy shows and we eventually like whittled and honed it into this synth pop thing that we've been doing for the past year and a half where we're writing music that we really love and that it makes people dance and move and that makes us feel great as musicians because... You know, music is about creating these vibrations that go out and they go into people and they make them vibrate. So it's, it feels cool to make dance music. We took some of that weird stuff that we started with and started listening to music more carefully and finding things that we loved in music or pulling inspiration from older artists, artists ahead of us, people doing cool things that impress us now. Like I've been in love with Perfume Genius lately and letting our music be inspired by other current and past musicians. Listening on the road with so many miles, we can turn on some music and really dial into the sound. Bass tones they're using, the rhythm, what leads up to the chorus, what am I feeling, what is Mm -hmm. the topic of the song. And... Oh yeah, we're listening right now to a Waiting to Exhale soundtrack, which Babyface wrote all the songs and produced it all. I think he's playing keyboard on a lot of it, but it's all female vocalists like Whitney Houston, Aretha Franklin, uh, Shaka Khan. Trippy. It's great. We went on our first four-month tour the latter half of 2017 while we were finishing up the song and music video a month project and it was the first time I really started to listen to music more critically and try to produce that in our own music and get more ambitious with our songwriting to create songs that we wanted to listen to write music that didn't already exist I think Prince said that once and it has guided me in songwriting ever since he writes music that he wants to hear or if he wants to hear a song he writes it that takes the that gives you a magic wand in your body it makes you it changes the way you feel about writing music as a creator yeah Yeah. and I hope that's what we're doing I want us to be writing music that I love that I want to put on and listen to because I think it's a great song I can die happy if I do that and I also want the music to be songs that other people can take in love. Like, this is my song. I'm having heartache right now. And I feel this refrain. I feel this this rhythm or something like that. Shout out to Babyface. Rest in peace, Whitney Houston. We love you. I like the shout out. <laughs> you guys have released an EP called Sparkle Tip. Do you guys care to share some details on the production of that? And when was that released? Sparkle Tip was released in May of 2017 after we had done four songs a month and we had like one special song still in the pocket. We put it out on the CD only, so there's like one bonus track you can only get through the CD. It was almost sculptural, like we would put all this stuff into a song, like 40 tracks, 
and then we would take out some or just arrange it in all these different ways and really just do like a four measure loop yeah and just try to find the essence of all this stuff that we thought sounded really cool but like how it could all fit together and where it would drop out and what it would work and we really started studying song structure and um there's a lot of weird info arbiters online that are like i've studied every number one hit of the past year and here is what they all have in common obviously we did not use that formula like verbatim but we definitely learned about that stuff and thought about how songs kind of carry you from one place to another yeah so really just putting all these cool things in a basket (laughs) and trying to trying to figure it out we produced it all ourselves we did all the vocal recordings ourselves, and we work with this really great guy in Chicago um, at Palette Sound, who does all our final mixes and all our masters. So we would have this crazy jumble of sounds, and we sent it to him, and he puts it through the hit machine, and sends it back with booming bass and twinkling highs. A gleaming wall of sound. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Your next pop hit. <laughs> the pop hit prophet, Michael Mack. You guys are the stars of your own videos. Uh, yeah. And you guys did a video per month last year. What was that like? We are the stars of our videos because it's easier. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Joe is the only one that can take my anxious wrath of trying to make him act in something that I need to make a video of tonight to release tomorrow. So that's kind of why. But also, I think it's nice because we're unknown. And I thought, well, shoot, if any of this hits, maybe our faces will be associated with Zigtebra and that'll be cute. You know, people will be like, that's Zigtebra. And they're in the song. I like hope that happens someday. How did you guys come up with the concepts? Last minute, like we're driving through New Mexico, heading towards Roswell. And I would think, oh, shit, Joe, we got to just make a video about aliens in Roswell. We drive for a few more miles. I'm eating some kale chips or drinking some more and more coffee. And I'm like, I got it. I got it. Okay, you're in love with an alien. And then we'll film part of it outside. And then we were driving past White Sands. Yeah. And Joe looked over at me and said, let's pull over and film some of it there. So we cool. bought an yeah. alien mask and that filmed cool some video of it there. Too. Thanks. Yeah. It's totally inspired by where we are. If we're driving through someplace, it's going to be in the video. One of our friends has always said that good art comes from a good idea and not enough time. And while that is not always true, we feel like for music videos and for us, that's like, it catches a, this moment in time. You guys are on the run. Yeah. 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 Like... And it's cool because you wake up in the morning and you're not like, oh, today I'm going to make my music video. It's more like, today we are making a music video. (laughs) And it's fun, you know. With conviction. Yeah. (laughs) We have to. Sometimes with tears instead of conviction. It's like, we have to today. I would be recording vocals and having cramps or just in a hot car, like singing a love song, but feeling full of anger. yeah. Yeah. And just not happy. The not enough time helps us be creators. I think it's give and take. I wish we could do more time for the music videos. I wish I had a budget, time, a storyboard, lighting, thoughtfulness. But I would produce many fewer videos because of that. And I appreciate the deadline being the end of the month. It's functional. We've been writing a bunch on this tour so far. And we already got a new song. We are going to make another one. We're just sitting down and writing 
and just making it happen. Yeah, what's it like coming up with new music on tour? It's a blast. We listen to music all the time, and we're like, oh, man, I love that, and here's why. Like this Babyface album, oh, it's so good. He has a lot of really cool stuff where he, like, pans his shakers, so it's like one side, and then it'll go to the other side. So he, he does just a lot of cool production techniques, oh. and I am totally unabashed that, like, I am going to bite Babyface. Like, I yeah. hope he takes it as a compliment. I don't know. Like, it's definitely happening, though. <laughs> and... uh just finding influences and, like I said, just finding as much stuff as we can that we love and putting it into a song and then taking a bunch of it out, you know. So it's really, it's fun. It's really fun. Sometimes I'm inspired by stuff I see written in bathroom stalls. Yeah. <laughs> One that might come into a song is 2 a.m. Shameless. That's kind of running through my head. Maybe a song about being shameless. Or I saw in the bathroom stall the other night. You had your chance So the next song might be about Your last chance Or you blew it Or something like that Really random It is random Really random but emotional right? (laughs) Like because somebody's actually Scrawling it on the wall Keep up that bathroom graffiti girls It gives me life (laughs) Or taking a walk Sometimes the, the rhythm of walking I'm a runner So if I'm running outside I'll be running and thinking about last night And that 2 a.m. shameless What does that mean? You know when you're running And you're just like 2 a.m. shameless Shameless. Thinking about things that rhyme with it. I bring it to Joe. We kind of, I guess, freestyle some ideas around it or what we want the song to be about. Do we want it to be about girls getting ready feeling shameless before they go to the club, feeling shameless in your body, body positivity, whatever. We just wrap all around the idea and see what kind of chorus we can come up with or vibe or feeling we want the song to have, what tones we want. Do we want it to be happy? Major chords, minor, something blue, something sad. What's the backstory with the name? Zebra Zebra and a tiger mashup. We just, we had a zebra mask and a tiger mask. We did a pizza party. We played our weird songs. Zig Tebra was the name that popped out and it's stuck ever since. Sometimes I wonder if we should have a name that's not a made-up word, but it is unique. It's our made-up word. It's our made-up word, damn it, and I like the Z. Trademark. Copyright. What keeps you guys inspired? Music is fucking awesome. It's my favorite thing in the world and it affects my mood a lot and I want to write music that affects people's moods and the mood colors that I like to feel. So I want to write music like that because music is amazing. Gives me life. Yeah, I really am into uh, just like cultural ephemera, like the driftwood of our world mm-hmm. and how everybody's getting older day by day. But I'm I'm seeing totally. how like fashion and culture kind of come in waves and then it, and it will revisit itself but grow upon itself. Like there's this huge like normcore movement in Chicago that is really fascinating to me because they're taking all this stuff from the 90s that like kind of suck. You're kind of rocking it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blue button down. Classic. Uh, But, you know, they kind of take this stuff that kind of sucked in the 90s, you know, like that you would kind of get mocked for for wearing. Yeah, like like dad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like dad stuff. And it's kind of like, okay, you know, like that's what you guys are doing like that's cool but uh you know getting older and seeing how that's all kind of cyclical it's like doubly fascinating and super inspiring to me because i've always found myself drawn to like collector types 
Like one of my best friends in Chicago is totally like our friend's library. Like if you find a cool CD and you don't have room for it, like give it to this guy. He's he's like the guy who collects all of our friend's stuff. Just going over to his house is like fascinating for me and I love cool. it. We know this, this guy in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so what I'm saying is this all influences my music and just being able to go back and see all that stuff that's like come before us and, you know. Pop culture, man. Yeah. Any post-tour plans? More tour. We're coming back for a month and a half. Then we're going back on tour starting on July 5th for another four and a half months. So we'll spend a total of nine months on tour to continue writing, keep up with the song and music video month project, have a hit song that goes totally viral and makes everyone happy. And then it's going to be on a Colgate toothpaste commercial and we'll have all this money that we can be philanthropists with and then travel to Europe on a tour in 2020 and then live in Italy. Zig Tibra wants to make people happy and live in Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Is that too much to ask me? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you guys like to add? Yes. El Paso is a cool, magical, weird place. It's perfect for us. Just the right vibe. We'll be back in August. Check out our Instagram at Zig Tibra, Z-I-G-T-E-B-R-A. Or our YouTube page where we have a new music video every month. They're weird and wild and they'll be so fun to watch. You want to make your own. We just want you to make your creative stuff too. Be friends with us on Facebook. That's it. <laughs> Thank you, Miguel. This Thank has you. been a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Guys, 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 guys. This is I Can Dance by Zig Tibra.
That's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. Remember, you can find this podcast on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher Radio. Be excellent to each other and party on.